pray, friend. Let's pray. Let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to be able to gather today. Thank you for your covering grace that has kept us safe on the highways and byways each time we've left our house. Yes, Lord. Thank you for our family and friends and for keeping them safe and healthy and protected as we go throughout this pandemic. Lord, we come to you right now just to say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be here in September 2020, despite everything else that is going on around us, oh God. Today we come acknowledging your presence in our lives, and we come acknowledging our need and dependence on you, oh Lord. You are the author and establisher of our faith. You are our guide and light, oh God. And I pray that when our hearts grow weary, I pray that when we feel weak, I pray that when we feel tired, oh Lord, that we learn to trust and depend on you instead of any outer worldly pleasures or escapism Lord. let us just turn and lean to trust on you instead thank you for the opportunity to be able to share with my friend this opportunity in jesus name i pray amen amen so queendom all good things must come to a pause not necessarily an end (laughs) i like that little sleep This is the pause of Queens Be Like podcast as we close our season two. And what a season it has been. It's been absolutely amazing to do this. In the midst of the pandemic, uh, we have allowed ourselves to grow and focus on self-care. We've also allowed ourselves to expand our emotional honesty. I love the fact that this season had so much to offer to so many different types of self-care, whether it was financial health, whether it was um, how you needed to increase your self-worth. So we appreciate the opportunity to come to you in your cars, in your living rooms, probably your Mm -hmm. showers as you're getting ready for the day. Who knows? We won't judge you. But we appreciate the opportunity to come to your neck of the woods, wherever you are. And shout out to our listeners that are outside of the United States. Um, It's really cool. I know, right? We see y'all in the stack. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. (laughs) All y'all can tell a friend, but you know. For real. Um, It's been really dope. We're like, wow, okay. There's listeners in Europe and everything. Okay, that's cool. That's Mm -hmm. cool. So we just want to use this opportunity to honestly be grateful about what this year has done for us so far. And so we're going to actually step outside of our comfort zone here. Now, you know by now that we are introverts. And mm-hmm. these introverts have a lot to say. However, it is not easy for these introverts to talk about themselves. We, we force ourselves to do it. And it doesn't mean we like it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we had this bright idea. Well, really, the Lord had this bright idea. And we said, That's okay. Like Christina had this bright idea. Oh, man. It was, it was Lord's thing. It was heaven's thing. Yeah. It was completely. She has lots of bright ideas, guys. <laughs> I just I try to be obedient. I really do, mm-hmm. but it definitely mm-hmm. don't mean it's comfortable, or even that I like it sometimes. Uh, so the bright idea was that we are going to highlight the good stuff and the cool stuff that we are doing or has happened to us over this season or the year so far (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what we gonna do. I told y'all it'd be good ideas. I told y'all. Yeah, yeah. If you can see both of our faces right now, both of us are like, <laughs> is this really what we want to do? We said we were gonna do and it. And we've but... had conversations before getting here, like, oh, okay, so we really gonna do this? We just gonna talk about ourselves and you know <laughs> successes and Ooh, brag and all those things you know Ooh. it's not that we don't acknowledge and recognize our greatness that's not it it's just i don't know i mean we can delve into this as we as we share our wins and stuff but just um shining the spotlight on yourself yeah it's uncomfortable but just like we talk to you guys every week about growing and learning and stretching who would we be to not to model it ourselves facts big facts big uncomfortable facts yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we even thought about skirting around it right like okay so what Mm -hmm. we'll do is we'll just hype each other that's what we'll do Mm -hmm. so uh the jasmine t will send me hers and i will send her mine and we'll talk about each other's cool stuff and Mm -hmm. we won't have to talk about ourselves and when i tell you the holy spirit was like at at Nothing got seen. Mm-mm. No. That's not what I told you to do. <laughs> I told you to speak well of yourself. And that yep. is going to not only edify me, but is going to encourage someone else to stand in their confidence of everything that I have done for them and not be ashamed of it and not downplay it, thinking that that is Christ-like. Humble, yes, but not dismissive. That's different. Mm-hmm. So, and even just um, not being confident, you know, the Bible say tells us to come confidently before God and make our requests, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so, who are we not to relish in some of our successes or wins and be able to confidently speak about them and the things we're doing as if they're not, you know, a part of our lovely design plan here? Yeah, girl. So, uh, who's gonna go first? I was going to say, now, we've been talking about doing a thing, but we've got to do a thing here. That's okay. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. I'm excited, though. Like, I really have, like, my pom-poms, and I have my little party hat. Like, in my mind, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So, I'm excited to cheer for every last bullet point. Like, I'm excited right now. So, let's see. You want to do professional wins first, and then we sure. go into personal? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Go for it. Professional win numero uno. Okay. The girl just came up on two years Uh-oh. at one of her jobs. Uh-oh. Now, this is a win for me because for a long time, I struggled to even find a job. Mm. Let alone find one that was um, not seasonal mm-hmm. or temporary. And so for me to have been working at a place for two years is an accomplishment. Yes. I'm proud of that. And then... Um, by the time you hear this episode, I will have been at one of my other jobs for one year. Uh-oh. So my Uh-oh. is work anniversaries. Oh, <laughs> shucks. Growing beyond the idea that I'm not worthy of having a job and that I'm incapable of having one for an extended period of time. So that's yeah. It. Yes. Do you know what today <laughs> is? It's a work anniversary. A work anniversary. A. That's what's up. Um, oh, and just in case you are just tuning in and or you missed the episode about our fur babies, that is my fur baby, Sammy. 
uh, playing with his toy and amusing himself since cheering I'm not able to play with them. So, yeah, he's cheering us on. That's it. There it is. That's the squeaker. Good job. That's what's up. <laughs> so, I like that win. Give me another one. That's exciting. I got another drum roll ready. <laughs> hey. So, another win is I am managing a campaign called Share the Mic Now Birmingham. Yes, you are. Um, this is an Instagram-based social justice campaign that pairs black women with um, originally white women. So originally 46 black women took over the Instagram accounts of 46 white women in June. And they use that time to educate their audience about various racial injustice issues and then provide tips, tools, and strategies for them to be able to enact change. And so um, I was watching the campaign in awe because some of my um, friends in my head, she rose um, like Lovey Ajayi were participating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I can do that. And it was like, the Holy Spirit was like, mm-hmm, you can do that. <laughs> yes. yes, you <laughs> and can. so here I am doing that. <laughs> um, it's going to be held on Friday, September 18th. So I am like in full, you know, down to the wire preparation mode for that. I'm going to just go ahead and be honest here in the kingdom. I'm going to be very happy when it's over. <laughs> yeah. Lots of talking, strategizing, many phone calls, emails. Yes. Um, so I will just be happy to see it like go off and be well and impactful and all of that. And then also, so I won't have to talk to this. Yes. <laughs> so I that feel is you. a major win. Because they had stretched me in so many ways. I had to be intentional about delegating tasks to other people so I wouldn't overload myself. Mm-hmm. I had to reach out and ask people for help. Like, hey, can you volunteer and help me out with this? Um, and then it's also made me have to manage my time differently um, and not just exhaust myself so much that I end up being a pile of nothingness. Yeah. Not that there haven't been some moments where I was just like, a figment in the wind, just a pile of essence over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I feel you. I've been able to push through and carry on, so that's definitely it. Whoop, and whoop, y'all whoop. should, you know, check out Share the Mic Now on Instagram. Share the Mic Now underscore B Ham. Find us, like something, pay attention, tune in. Yes, it's really, really dope. There's so many allies out there that you're not aware of, and mm-hmm. it may seem like, okay, well, what's the big deal? They're just letting their Instagram page be shared but what you're missing if that's your frame of thought is that these women and their followers have a relationship and that relationship is pretty strong and so what it does what it does is it gives the white woman a chance to say hey let me allow my platform to be used to provide a voice to someone who wouldn't normally speak to this audience that's the gravitas of share the mic now um and so i just i think it's amazing and fantastic and all kind of particles so that's what's up sis that's what's up i'm excited one of my favorite words now i know that's right (laughs) Ooh, that's some that was some heavy hitters come on come on with it then shoot (sighs) okay (laughs) one last professional win you got this hold on drum roll Officially retired, season26.com. Um, and it's like that's huge. My, 
that is my precious baby. For those of you who may not know, Christina and I are both um, writers. She is an author, one-time author, published author already. She's working on book number two. She also blogs. Um, I blog as well, <laughs> and I do some freelance journalism. Um, and so season 26 is my very first blog. I launched it in 2017, and it has been my creative outlet ever since then. But during this quarantine and pandemic time, it's been hard for me to be creative or feel like I could produce something. And so a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was able to um, write a piece that was actually kind of brought on after I heard about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. And words just kind of came spilling out. And so I was able to get that piece out. And when I finished it, I felt like God on the seventh day, I was like, it is finished mm. and it is good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because um, I had been trying to figure out, like, how do I close it? Do I just go out there and be like, hey, y'all, it's over? Or what do I do? Um, but when I published it, I felt like, okay, you know, like, this is the end. I feel like this is the ending of one chapter so that I can go on and, like, begin a next, another one. Yeah. Um, so I do plan on creating a new website, not just a blog. Notice the upgrade. <laughs> um, <laughs> called com. Hmm. And it will be out to y'all by 2021. Ooh, that good, good. That good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you have not gotten any of your life in it this year, you need to check out their blog post. Okay? You got to check out their blog post now. I just want to make sure I just tiptoe that into your tulip. <laughs> okay? Just want to tiptoe that into your tulip right there that you need to go ahead and check that out and get your life together because it's amazing seriously B. Jasmine T is one of the most insightful writers that I have read and I enjoy reading her words so oh man I wasn't ready thank you so much <laughs> just really want to point that out because I know again we we don't like shining spotlights on us which is why we're getting out of our comfort zone for the last uh, episode of this season. However, I will gladly turn the spotlight and shine it on you for your writing. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm so, I I love reading your work because I feel like I feel everything that you write. So the fact that you make me feel it. It's the empath and it's the empath guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. I'm so excited for you. New chapters are interesting because they're so transitory, but mm-hmm. they're also it's very so welcoming. Yeah, it is, right? It is welcome. I'm excited and uncomfortable and fidgety, but focused. Right, like, right, right. All of okay, that. Okay, 2020. <laughs> All of that. All of that. It's like, get out of your comfort zone. But then I'm like, okay, this is a good thing about my comfort zone. But wait, I'm cozy over there. But I'm excited mm-hmm. about what's over here. It's it's like, mm-hmm. ugh, you know. Whereas I'm not a just jump into it head first kind of girl. I never have been. I was the mm-hmm. one doing all the analytics. <laughs> like, okay, wait a minute. Let's <laughs> think about the trajectory of this and the impact it's going to make. And, okay, it's not perfect enough, so I'm not going to press the button. And if it's not perfect mm-hmm. enough, I'm not going to put it out and... You know, then the perfectionist monster would eat me alive and then I would procrastinate. But not because I haven't done it. It's because it's literally just sitting there finished and I'm afraid to press the button. So just to have something that you are moving towards is huge. And I'm I'm excited for you. I think it's awesome. Why? Thank you. I'm looking forward to sipping my tea while reading the Jasmine Tea 
Teacups.com. Okay. Just wanna... Hey, I plan to sell teacups. <laughs> That's right. That's what's up. <laughs> okay, CJ Wade. Uh-oh. Now, Uh-oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> it has been a wonderful year. <laughs> in 2020 land for you. Y'all see how she just did and that to me? Like to hear she just threw me the ball it. like I'm Scotty oh, Pippen. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, passing the ball. Let me go. I know you're going to catch it. I know you're going to catch it. I have faith. Now, tell me about your professional week. Oh, my. Oh, my. And, I mean, the year's not over yet. So, if you see anything in the distance, throw it out there. Come on, distance. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the uh, first thing I will say is that I picked back up on writing my second book. So Mm -hmm. this year, of course, for everybody started off, quote unquote, normal, right? And then things got shifted a good bit. And so before this year started, I was like, "Uh, okay, I'm kind of writing on my second book, but I'm really, I don't have the desire to write. I just know I need to write it. And I didn't necessarily have writer's block. I just didn't want to write it. So didn't know where it's coming from or anything like that. And so when the year started, one of the things I said was that I was going to write on my book more. And what I can say is that every month I have written on my book more and more and more. And if you read the first book, The Morning After which is available on Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. and Kindle, if you are looking for it. Just buy um, one at every location. Yeah, that'd be great. So <laughs> um, if you've read that one, then you'll be excited. Like one particular church member of mine, she is relentless about asking me, shout out to Kim, and she is very much serious about when this second book is going to come out because she said <laughs> I was very rude and disrespectful to leave it hanging (laughs) so she's like so are we finished yet and she asks me every time she sees me at church so um yes kim apparently so look i thought i was done i thought it was it was a nice little oh okay it's not a perfect bow but you're like oh there's they're, they're still living out there you know, there's mm-hmm. things happening. No, first thing my editor said immediately after finishing the first one, she says, so when are you going to do the second one? And I was like, there is no second one. Yes, I don't sir. plan on there being a second one. I thought that was pretty established. <laughs> and she goes, well, you can't just leave it like that. I'm like, why not? <laughs> Makes uh, sense to me. I wrote it. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. So... <laughs> Needless to say, I never intended on writing in a sequel to it, but I am. And so what I did this year was I kind of combed through some of the knots and restructured it all over the place. So think of a bunch of Jenga pieces that you just like reorganize. And so instead of being like 95% finished, 97% finished, I then was like 80% finished, you know, which writing wise, I was like, oh my gosh. But I felt very solid on the structure that it became. So that's a win for me. That's a huge professional win is that this book will be finished really soon. I already did the book cover for it. So you guys be on the look for that uh, later this year. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. <laughs> hey, I'm very excited about this. I love to read. Um, I actually got to know CJ Wade even better at like a meet and greet after her first. This book. is true. Um, was that last year? 
before last year? That's a good thing. Yeah. I think yeah, it was last year because we did it in the oh, summer. Okay. Sure did. Uh, yes. It was warm. I don't remember what I wore now. Um, oh, I'll post a picture of us filling my phone on um, our social media. Follow us yeah. at Queens Be Like PC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, so yes, I'm very excited. Yay! I'm I'm really excited about being able to be at a point where I want to write it and I can see it coming together. And I'm excited about getting it done. So the original idea before the pandemic transpired and quarantine was that I'd have it done by my birthday, right? That was the idea. Like, oh, I have mm-hmm. it done by August. But I'm at the point now where I just want it to be quality. You know, I want it to be quiet. I want it to be good. And I want God to be glorified in it. So it is inspirational fiction, by the way. Um, and then after that, I have an inspirational uh, devotional book coming up after that. So I've been teeter-tottering away at it. Mm-hmm while finishing the second one and um (laughs) so that'll be coming and yeah so that'll be coming with some merch uh, as well some some t-shirts and mugs and notebooks and journals and things and of the like so that'll be coming with the inspirational devotional component and they'll all lock up together so just be on That's the lookout right, for that. Great. So you can just buy a whole bundle of items, guys, is what I'm hearing. You'll have multiple <laughs> options. You can put together pieces of them. Just get you a whole CJ Way collection. <laughs> Give some to a friend, a mother, a church member, a sorority member. Everybody knows how to write. Everybody need paper and a journal. You you better. Sounds like your Christmas list is already stacking up. It sounds like it to me. I mean, think about it. You have the best of both worlds. You have B. Jasmine T., you have C.J. Wade, and you just put them things together and have your whole life put together. Be wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Be great. <laughs> All right, what's next? Ooh, okay, so another win was that I stepped outside of my comfort zone twice. So okay. professional win. First one, well, excuse me, three times. So the first one was I actually submitted an article to AL.com for Reckon Women, which is in partnership with C. Jane Wright. Shout out to the founder and our sister girlfriend, Javasia Harris Javasia. Bowser, who is kicking cancer in the guts right now. So I just mm-hmm. want to definitely shout that out to her. I want to definitely shout her out because in the midst of doing all of that, she was able to encourage the writers group to basically step outside their comfort zone. And in a group coaching session, she essentially was like, hey, this is something you need to write. And I'm going to be your coach to get you over the hump of feeling like it's not good enough. She helped me greatly to not feel like it wasn't good enough and just went ahead and put it out there. Um, Got some good traction, some good feedback. And you can check that out on AL.com. And that's AL.com. And um, it's called Cool, Calm, and Childless. So I've really enjoyed writing it, but it definitely felt like a birthing process. (laughs) Or emotionally. She'll pull it out. Like, I've written something before and sent it to her, and she was like, Yes, so what do you mean by that right there? Yes, Lord. And then on the inside, I was like, But that wasn't the part. Yes, Lord. Yep, that was the part I I wanted to share. Right, right, right. That was the part I was trying to just kind of allude to, but you want me to just say it out loud. I'm telling you, um, man, that was such a blessing. So that was number one, stepping outside my comfort zone professionally. Number two is I performed a spoken word piece for Freedom Fest Birmingham. 
yeah, this year. And that's huge because a girl talk about comfort zones. Look at here. So I've been doing spoken word for a long time. I've been writing a long time, you know, poetry and things like that. But I don't really frequent the spoken word scene. So you don't see me in a whole lot of coffee shops and ciphers because of like my introversion. Movies. I just... <laughs> What did you say? Like Tyler Perry movies. You Girl, know, yes. Like, in the zone with the lights dimmed Right. Snapping their fingers in a fedora hat. Right. You know? While someone randomly plays the, the djembe drum. The bongos. Or the yeah. bongos <laughs> in the background. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. No. So because of my introversion, I just don't do that a lot. And it was an honor to be asked to do so. And I accepted. And I was so glad I did. It pushed me outside my comfort zone to a point to where I enjoyed being outside my comfort zone. And yeah, so you can still check it out on uh, via Freedom Fest. Just look them up on Facebook. Yeah, right. share it on the social media stand. Again, Queens be like yeah. PC. <laughs> yes, again. You right. Go and say it again. You right. Queens be like PC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so they have a Facebook page and um, an Instagram page, and their website is freedomfestbhm.com. So you can still check out the whole Freedom Fest. Actually, they did a completely virtual experience that was so comprehensive and rich. I mean, you had uh, Senator Cory Booker, you had um, just... I don't even start name dropping. You just had a whole bunch of people that decided to come together for Freedom Fest this year and provide everyone a free virtual experience that was out of this world. So you can watch the whole thing. It's still available. Just click on there and enjoy it. Have a good time. Mm. Um, the third thing I did outside of my comfort zone, professional wise, <laughs> was I attended the JCMP fellow report release. And so mm. I'm I'm involved with the Jefferson County Memorial Project, and their whole MO is to make sure that they highlight racial injustice in Jefferson County, specifically yeah. lynchings that it transpired that basically no one would know about unless you had a family member that was killed in that manner. So what they do mm -hmm. is they go about and they make sure there are historical markers in those areas so that people can know what those person's names were, you know, what happened, and just kind of humanizing, you know, such a demoralizing way to die. So right. um, I had a chance to dance for the unveiling of the Sloth's Furnace historical marker for mm -hmm. the lynching that transpired at Brookside Mines. And Brookside is my hometown. And so mm -hmm. that was huge for me, a nice connection that I yeah. really appreciated and was honored to be a part of. And so this year, earlier this year, they had the fellow report release and they have fellows every year. And those fellows really just they do some deep sea diving into the historical artifacts of these events. I mean, there were, there were facts that I had no idea about. And what I love about it is that they also compile it in a comprehensive report. And they release that report, they do a presentation on it, um, what they wow. found, and they gain just valuable experience that they can take with them wherever they go. So I love that organization. It's great. Um, JCMP 
is uh, is the organization for Jefferson County Memorial Project. And so that was outside my comfort zone because I had to sit there and listen to people be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you were a part of this. And we saw your dance on the screen. And <laughs> did you get, did you see this? Oh, we saw, we went to Sauce. And so I wanted to not attend, not because I didn't want to support, but I, again, didn't want the highlight. And so I attended, I came straight from work. And I remember just driving over going, I am going to this, not because <laughs> I show, but I'm excited to be a part of so, something so positive. And so right. I'm going to show my support for this organization, regardless of how uncomfortable this may be, this you know, for bigger me. than me. Yeah, this is bigger than me. It's bigger than me. So that was also my comfort zone. But professionally, that was good for me because as a writer, as a performing artist, it's important for me to tell stories with ethics and humanity. And mm -hmm. I love the fact that I had the opportunity to do that with JCMP. Oh, wow. That's really, wow. I just, I mean, I heard you talk about it before, but I didn't know all of that. Um, and I'm definitely going to have to look them up. I feel like some of the information they have might be beneficial to my Share the Mic Now um, takeover when I'm talking to my audience. I feel like there's some things I can hit on. Yeah, it really will be insightful. I mean, I, I think JCMP is doing such great work. And what I love about it also is that they're sharing the experience with people so they're mm -hmm. not just saying okay we're an organization that's just doing it on our own you have college students and they're just going for it with this research they're digging so far into the um the publications um what is lynching that there's different versions of lynching they even go into incarcerations you know how incarceration is a form of lynching in terms of silencing the black voice because mm -hmm. um, minorities are most likely to go back into the system after they've been released because of lack of resources and opportunities so i think it's just amazing how they are saying okay look we are going to shine a light on this but we're also going to make sure that the next generation is not oblivious to these facts <laughs> you know we're right. going to that they know what's up they're not going to be jaded um and they the, the fellows are amazing the cohorts each year i think are just getting so much momentum in that campaign so check them out on jeffersoncountymemorial.com and you'll be able to to see what's going on on there so it's really dope plus they're on facebook too <laughs> yeah so those are the three outside my comfort zone moments professionally they were wins I'm really proud of it. You should be. Thanks, sis. I appreciate it. And, and, let me point okay, out. Okay, for the and, and, for the and. And we launched a freaking podcast this year. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually um, on my vision board. And when I was um, going over my 2020 goals, um, at some point this year, I can't remember what, what month, but Javasia um, suggested we like review our 2020 goals to see like, hey, what still fits in here, what I might need to adjust. And yeah. I got so excited because one of them was like, launch a podcast. I was like, I'm doing the thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. I was looking back in the year and when I saw it on my calendar, I said, we sure did launch this podcast <laughs> in the middle of this pandemic. It's funny how like... I get it quickly you could like get used to air quotes used yeah. to 
um, the things that were once like ideas or, you know, praying to God, like, hey, I really want to do this. And then it comes, you know, and it's like, yeah. it just becomes a part of your, part of your life, you know? Yes. Yes. So, so definitely thank you for the reminder to stop and take a moment and just clap, clap it up for the queendom. Yes. Cause that's. Catch ourselves on the back for us right now. <laughs> literal prayer manifested. What you say, if y'all only knew, like, it's blessed. how much we were trying to get this podcast together, and then it was like one thing after the other, after the other, after the other was transpiring, and I then finally, discouraged. right, and then finally both of us were just like, we got a word from the Lord, and both of us had the same word, and when we talked to each other, it was like, ding, 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 we just going to do it. <laughs> like we can't get together personally we're gonna go ahead and social distance quarantine and chill but both i'm gonna just be honest <laughs> i was really insecure because we had an episode talking about money and how it like plays into your ego and things i was really insecure about not being able to afford some of the things i felt like you needed to produce yeah. a quality podcast i was like i can't afford no mic i can't afford no pictures i can't afford none of this and then god brought corona in and now we filming on zoom i mean we recording on zoom so like right <laughs> i am literally using some earbuds from five and below so like <laughs> that just goes to show like if he gives you a dream or a vision just try just put one foot in front of the other and I promise you, it will work out the best way it's supposed to happen. You may not even need the thing that you're so stressing about. And if you need it, he will provide it some way, somehow. Don't worry about it. Um, so even with Christina and like her editing skills, when I was sitting around thinking like, oh, I think it'd be great to start a podcast. I said, I kid y'all not. I hadn't, I didn't even know what editing was to think about it. We met at Panera Bread one day and she was like, oh, by the way, and I do editing and blah, blah, blah. And I was on the table like, oh, okay, cool. But in my head, I was like, oh, I didn't even, <laughs> like, I just planned to get on here and talk. I didn't know what was going to happen after that. <laughs> right. So God will answer your prayers. I'm telling you, he will, if he plants the seed in your mind, he's already gone before you and laid the path out for it to come forth. So if you have a moment where you can only even feel like you can trust yourself, trust God and the dream he gave you, you can do it guys. I promise. That's so true. And then send us an email and tell us about what you did. Yeah. To queens be like PC at gmail.com. Facts. So that we can use it on our tell me something good segment. Mm -hmm. We want to highlight the good stuff that's happening with you too. Not just mm -hmm. around the world, but we know there's good stuff happening with you too. We don't care what it is. Maybe you got out of bed that morning and you've been battling depression for the last four months. Mm -hmm. Like that's something good. <laughs> so share that. Mm -hmm. We love to highlight it. Maybe you got your car fixed and it's been broken down for the last six months. I don't know. Whatever that mm -hmm. is. Or maybe you got a promotion on your job. Maybe you quit your job to start another job you know, that you're supposed to be doing in terms of your purpose, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that you celebrate the wins. That's what this show is all about, is pausing to celebrate the W's because they're out there. We just sometimes get caught in the hamster wheel and yes. forget that they're out there, but they're out there for real, for real. So shout out to Queens Be Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jazzy I want yes. to talk about these here personal wins that you had too. <clears throat> Ooh, oh, yeah. I know you did. I know you did. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Um. Let's let's get it. 
<laughs> Personnel wins. Mm. Number one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Boundaries. Uh-huh. Preach. Boundaries. Preach. I erected several <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> and they have been a blessing to my soul. So just, yeah, you teach people how to treat you. Um, and there were some people in my life who just needed a lesson. Look at him. Um, but before I could teach someone else how to treat me, I had to first become confident enough in the fact that I deserve to be treated well. Mm-hmm. Um, I deserve to be respected. And I had to figure out how I would like to be treated by others. And then I had to step back and do, be even more introspective and see, am I even treating myself well? How am I taking care of myself? And not just in the sense of like, do I take bubble baths and wear face masks? But how do I talk to myself? What do I feed myself? So 2020 has been a year of setting up some very uncomfortable boundaries and then being steadfast enough to keep them erected, whether they be with other people, but also with myself. So yes for the year boundaries now that i've done it i understand how very important (laughs) they are um and how beneficial they are to your life like a lot of times i would be so stressed and tired and and maxed out because i was saying yes to any and everything because i didn't want to be mean or i didn't want nobody to wanted everybody to like me etc etc now I will know you so hard and so fast and not in the sense of being rude, but just because I can't, I'm tired. I need to sleep. It makes me a better person and, you know, or no, simply I'm not interested in that. And I'm not really worried about how you respond or how you react or what you think of me because I said it. So that's been great. Not just boundaries in the sense of like, I'm too great and I leveled up and I ain't studying nobody no more, but like, right, right, right. what do I need? Um, in order to be my best self when that's dealing with the people around me and in my network and my own personal habits as well. So that's when number one, boundaries people get you some. I, re- I know in the um, beginning of the Woman Evolve podcast, Sarah Jakes Roberts, she has a clip where she says, you don't need no edge entity, you need boundaries. And I always used to say like, yeah, you need boundaries, boundaries. I got boundaries thinking that it was just like, you know, I'm leaving behind people who don't serve me anymore, who I've grown past, you know, as if I'm so mature. Right. Um, right. No, boundaries are like one of the greatest forms of self-care. It's really about like respect and effective communication and the maturity to be able to recognize when something is and is or is not serving you and how you respond to that. You know, you can never control what other people do and what they do to you, but it's definitely your responsibility to respond and respond in a way that best serves yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need an offering plate. <laughs> I need me an offering plate somewhere. I need a pocket usher in the words of one of my sister friends. She say pocket usher. That's funny. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly the truth on all accounts. So I am super proud of you for that. Thanks. It was hard. Yeah, it's work. <laughs> It's work. One of the most influential books I ever read in my life, (laughs) my entire life. There's only two right now that are just like, no matter what, these two books change my life. And Mm -hmm. one of them is called Boundaries. (laughs) And it's When to Say Yes, How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life. And it is by Henry Cloud and John Townsend. And 
that book changed my life when I was in college. I read it and it took me time after reading it to work on it. True. Mm-hmm. But just being exposed to what boundaries are and yeah, how powerful they are. And again, you don't have to be rude with them in terms of, oh, I'm doing this because I'm I've outgrown people and if you've made it at least then congratulations, you know, just yeah much too much too much it was all about why you have the boundaries that you have mm-hmm. and how you can stretch some boundaries so that way you can be healthy and have healthy relationships and it also yeah. how to shrink some boundaries you know so you can be healthy and have healthy relationships and what you just described is just that it's what do I need to be my best self and then how do I need to stretch myself to be my best self you know that's a form of boundary check too so Mm -hmm. the things that we did outside our comfort zones that's a form of creating a boundary it's saying hey i'm not going to box myself in i'm going to stretch my boundary to include these three bullet points or whatever it is and then also having enough self-care to say i'm not my best self right now i need to regroup Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to put a boundary on dot 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 so I'm so proud of you, sis. I know that was one of the biggest lessons I ever learned. And once I learned it, it was like locked and loaded. Like I'll never let this go. <laughs> ever. Oh yeah, girl. Now that I'm here, I'm not going back. <laughs> not going back. Not worth it. That was definitely win number one. Um win number two, I will say. As a girl, as a woman who has always been thicker than a snicker. Part of me has struggled with um, like weight loss, weight management, um, yeah. understanding what it means to be healthy versus being skinny. Yeah. And so I realized coming into kind of leaving 2019, I realized I had some unhealthy, um, just an unhealthy mindset about what it meant to be fit. Or I can say it really, my goal wasn't even to be fit or healthy. I was always focused on being an ideal weight, like an ideal number. Um, So a way that I have grown or won personally this year um, is by eliminating the need to reach this perfect number in my head. Oh, that's good. Um, Because it's like I had this perception that I won't be my best self or I won't have my best body unless I am this exact weight right here. or I'm like Mm. right here within this little five, five pound range or something. And it wasn't because like, I didn't care at all whether this was what a BMI chart said was healthy or not, because according to the BMI chart, I will just always be somewhere towards overweight or obese or something. Like I don't never, I looked at the BMI chart and the weight that it tells me I need to be for like healthy. It's just, I, mm-mm, I look like a baby deer. Um, I ain't never going back there. So like Dang, um, in, in 2020, I shifted my, my focus to um, just being healthy and feeling good instead of chasing a number on the scale. So I, I didn't throw my scale away. I just put it in the back of my bathroom cabinet mm-hmm. back there um, and left it alone. I pull it out like once a quarter or so just to see, you know, how I'm progressing. But I don't hop on it every week and I don't like punish myself for eating certain things and feel bad if I don't exercise today or something like that. Um, and not that every t- day is perfect or every week is perfect because sometimes I do wake up and be like, oh, you shouldn't have did that or, you know push yourself and try to do this today so you know it's a constant 
success, you know, that, that uh, picture that's like success it's, it isn't this straight line. It's like this big scribble scrabble. Yeah. So, you know, some days I get lost in the scrabble. Um, but as long as I'm still heading up, I consider that a win in progress. And I can honestly say that, like, I do feel better. And yeah. it's funny because when I was focusing on just reaching this number, I was doing things that had me feeling bad or feeling like sluggish um, because I'm thinking that I just need to be smaller. Um, but now I have actually lost more weight than I ever, than I even intended to. Um, but it's simply because I was just changed. I've changed my habits to like include things that I wasn't even considering, like getting some more sleep. And I know I've mentioned sleep several times on here, but I was not getting any for real. No, she um, was in 2019 or even I'll say the beginning of 2020. I was struggling, but I also didn't have many boundaries and things. So just mm-hmm. things are kind of coming together. What do you do? Sleep barely knew me <laughs> not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And now I can say I do, I average somewhere around six hours a night now. So progressing, but just taking care of myself in a way that is not just all chasing some perfect number on a scale. That's a win. I love it. I love all of it. I think that is, that is the best thing ever. <laughs> because if we have this idea of what beauty is and what quote-unquote health is not then we'll always be you know caught in a rat race we'll we'll Mm -hmm. always be caught there and so I'm so glad that you are not in it I have one final thing um and I will just say my win has been trying new things and being uncomfortable um so whether that's like being you know, professionally, like I said, stepping out here and being like, I can do that. We'll share the mic now or we can make it happen with the podcast. It has just been the continuous pursuit of being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say I did commit to that in 2020. And at first I thought it was just all about accomplishments. Like if you would look at my calendar between January and February, I should be dead because it was just way too overpacked. But I was looking at it in terms of like, how many things can I accomplish? How many things can I do? Um, And I was exhausting myself because all of those accomplishments had no real purpose. You know, they were just checks on a checklist. They weren't like intentional or impactful. Like it didn't have much meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And so the pandemic came around and made everything slow down. And so I got to be able to put more thought behind my actions. And like I was saying previously, take care of myself a little more so that when I am investing my time and energy in something, I can give it, I can go full out. So putting myself in, in in positions to be able to learn something new mm-hmm. and do something different. Um, I also took the time to seek out a new therapist and that has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. The pandemic shut down my previous office that I was going to. So I had to find somebody that I could connect with virtually. And I tell you to that, that was none but God because they have made me stretch or helped me stretch in such a way that like, I mean, really, I wish I could send them like a little thank you card or something like just thank you for for doing your job so well or just I don't know, just listen in my life. Um, So to anybody who's listening, who's on the fence about therapy or wondering if you should go or give it a try, I highly encourage you to do so. Yes. It's really helpful. It's kind of like. Yeah. Like nice accountability or just perspectives they don't tell you what to do at all uh, but they kind of help you flush out your thoughts to be able to make more sound decisions so yes for the a win 
for the continuous pursuit of being uncomfortable in order to be able to learn new things and grow and change. And I can tell you it's just September, but I am already so much of not the same woman that I was in January. And it is just all for the good. I'm not rich yet. Um, And I'm not super duper famous yet, but I am so very much better. And I know that when those things come, it will be because of the work that I have started in this season. (laughs) 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 I'm so excited for you. Thanks. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Because Maturity. I can tell. Yeah, I can tell from this year, last year, you know, I, I can tell. I can tell. It looks good on you. Thanks, God. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good on you. Yes, it does. I, oh, that's so good. That's so good. Now, two of yours coincide with mine, so I will not repeat them. Um, okay. Because honestly it's exactly the same the boundary (laughs) seriously the boundary component i only had to move the needle a little further Mm -hmm. um i released some things to make room for the things that needed to to be highlighted Mm -hmm. and that has helped me as well so i had more sister time this year and i'm Mm -hmm. a more intimate person so I don't do a whole lot of big crowd things unless it's a concert that I really want to go to. <laughs> or mm-hmm. if it's like Art After Five at the Birmingham Museum. Oh, of I Boston. love those. Yep. Like if it's something like that and I have to get my mind right, but I know it's where I want to be. And then even then, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm out, <laughs> you know, and I'm done. But in terms of just having meaningful, rich relationships, I'm more of a one on one person, you know, so. I glean from those type of interactions. So I was able to actually have more sister time this year mm-hmm. than I did last year, which I'm pretty good about having them on a regular basis with certain people in my circle. However, this year, because all of us had to sit down and go to our rooms like some bad kids, yep. um, <laughs> I was able to do that even more. So I enjoyed it. Um, social distancing, of course. So we would mm-hmm. maybe go to a park, maybe we'll do it virtually. Um, we had virtual lunch, <laughs> virtual dinner, um, mm-hmm. but just catch up on life, you know, and saying, hey, how are you? Not, yeah, I'm fine. No, hey, how are you? Even if it's good, just, hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Actually respond to that question and not give a canned response. So that was really cool. But that related to the boundaries, because I feel like if I didn't unlock some of those boundaries to get caught up in the the melee of what else I had to check off the list, then I wouldn't have expanded my calendar to make room Mm. for those times. So I really appreciated that. And that's what I needed this year. Um, So that was really cool. It also gave me the opportunity to, like you said, (laughs) um, to grow and do things that are uncomfortable. And I was already convinced before this year started that this was the year of being comfortable, being uncomfortable. I'd already resolved that that was apparently my trajectory this year, but it was cool to, again, make room to do that. Yeah. Um, Even reopening my practice um, during the pandemic. So we had to stay closed for a good bit. And um, again, in case you're just joining us, I'm a licensed massage therapist and our industry was just highly impacted 
you know, by the, the quarantine and by COVID-19 and so forth and so on. And so we had the governmental order, then we had the uh, state board order, you know, then we had the health department order, and we just had to kind of wait until all three of them were in alignment to decide mm-hmm. if we could open and then how we could open. And then making sure I had all the PPE that I needed and the different um, equipment differences that I needed to consider because I was already yeah. doing some of the things anyway thank God for that but there were just extra measures I had to keep in mind too because the virus is still in a phase of us having to learn it so yeah. that was the biggest issue was it wasn't something like oh well it's cold and flu season this is what I need to do no mm-hmm. it's like hey did you know you could also possibly linger on cardboard you're like what <laughs> you know so we we're, we're we're still learning about it and that created a lot of questions for the massage therapy industry so even reopening my practice and making room for the decisions i needed to make for my my business so shout out to anyone if you own a business and you're having to make some tough decisions about those yeah. businesses you know i totally get it we get it you know, we're both business owners. Don't be ashamed to do what's best for your business because Mm -hmm. ultimately it's what's best for you. I can't speak for anyone else out there in the kingdom, but my goal is to be able to hire people and not just to say people work under me, but to actually hire people to help the economic status and condition Mm -hmm. of my community and my family. That's what I want to do. That's to me is the biggest form of social resistance is saying, you know what? I don't mind having a seat at your table, but you do know I build my own, right? Hello. So I want to do that. And God knows my desire is that I just want to be rich so I can give it away. That that really is my whole MO. I want to be rich so I can just be philanthropic. And I remember mm-hmm. when I first learned what the word philanthropy meant in elementary school, because I was a nerd and I read the dictionary, no shame here. Um, but when... <laughs> I realized what philanthropy meant. I immediately knew that's what I wanted to do with my Mm -hmm. life, my life's work, that I wanted to be a philanthropist. Making those good decisions about your business and about boundaries for your self-care and about having uncomfortable opportunities that are rich opportunities are opportunities for you to grow your business and move towards philanthropy. Now, does that mean you have to be rich to do philanthropy? No. However, it does help that if you have the coins, you can help more people (laughs) do what you want to do. Yeah, money is power. Yeah, you know, it's currency for a reason. God is able to flow through it. So Mm -hmm. I want to be sure that I am allowing God to flow through the currency that he gives me. So with that, it has been great. My practice is growing. Um, I've gotten more new clients now than I did earlier this year, you know, before we had to shut down. The ones that are my monthly members, I thank God for them. Just being able to allow God to breathe into my business and not feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do this, 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 gave me so much peace and relief to where I wasn't worried about my business. It was just a matter of when. It was like, okay, well, what do you want to do now? okay, well, let's do this. Okay, well, when's a good time to do that? Okay, well, how do I maneuver this way? And so that to me is personal growth because for a perfectionist like myself um, and a planner, the worst thing you can do is yank the chair from up under me Mm -hmm. and me not know what to do next. 
<laughs> because I've had that happen so many times in my life. And we've talked about that in regards to being laid off and being like last hired, first fired, or you're the youngest person mm-hmm. in the department and folks like, oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> you're good. Right. Like, you're like, oh, oh, do you grow money trees or something that <laughs> I don't know? You're like, I still got bills. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, my bills do not care what age I am. So mm-hmm. that was a huge personal growth for me was to just be like, okay, God, I'm open. You know, I'm open. Yeah. What do you want to do? I am moving with you. That is what I'm doing. I'm moving with you. And I believe that I believe that that growth is going to take me further than anything I could possibly imagine. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. You know, I'm looking forward to do things that will bring God glory and knowing that if I just keep going forward, if I just keep listening to his voice and being susceptible to how he wants me to help people and not being afraid to charge for it um, as well is the second corollary to that. Because sometimes, especially as women, we tend to downgrade the quality of our service. And if a man is assertive about his business, no one thinks twice about it. But if a woman is, then she is looked upon as being a B-I-T-C-H, or she is looked upon as being someone who is full of herself, is having an ego. Mm -hmm. And I completely know that that's sexist. You know, I'm biased completely. Mm -hmm. And I I know that. But I also know that if we don't stand up for ourselves, then who is going to? So what I appreciate is that there are more opportunities during this pandemic for business owners, but also women to just say, hey, this is it. This is how this works. And we would love to have your support. But if not, it's okay. (laughs) You know, this is how it's going to work. And I'm not going to back down from it, you know? So for me, that's a huge step because I'm one of those, okay, well, how's this going to affect everybody else? And I don't want to, I don't want this person to be upset with me or thinking that I'm this way or whatever. Like, it was like, I'm always still considering other people, even though it's my business, my income, my bills, my licenses, my professional Mm -hmm. development, (laughs) you know, my car that's ripping up down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just has been one of those years where God has showed me that you are worth this. And so your people are out there. Now I'm not saying you need to charge a thousand dollars for a cup of coffee. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) You know, let's, let's be for real, for real. (laughs) You know, it's just some water and grounds. That's what it is. All right. So don't be getting crazy, but to just say, Hey, this is what I need to do in order to take care of myself and stand on what God told you. That takes a level of faith that for me was difficult to do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read something from Jordan Lee Dooley, who is an author um, that I love to follow on Instagram. And when she posted this on Instagram, when I tell you, I wanted to like it a thousand times, I just wanted to <laughs> A thousand times. She said, I love God. I believe in generosity and I charge for my work, time, and expertise. I can't tell you how many times over the years we've received emails asking if someone could get a call with me or a product we poured time and resources into for free because they didn't have room in their budget to purchase it and they hoped that a Christian would be generous enough to give it to them. For years, I felt guilty, but if I was going to do that for one person, I'd have to do that for everyone, and that's Mm -hmm. not sustainable. 
-hmm. Still, I used to have the worst money mindset and believed the lie that trips up so many Christian women. Creating a product, charging what it's worth, and making a profit from it was somehow greedy. Now I understand that it's actually a means or vehicle to financial independence and being generous. Over the last couple of years, as I focused on simplifying and building a brand centered on excellence, I've really had to shift my mindset. One day, I had to look myself in the mirror and decide if I wanted my work to be known as cheap or as excellent. If excellent, I could not compromise on the worth of my work and hard-won knowledge. When it comes to this, I go back to Proverbs 31 for grounding. She made a profit, built wealth, and gave generously, which is true, y'all. It's facts. Go back and read it. Mm-hmm. When a woman is compensated for her work and makes a profit, it enables her to build financial independence, creates options for her family, provides jobs for people so they can provide for their families, give generously, and make a massive impact by donating to causes, funding missions, and more. So I've since made this commitment to myself and my business. I will always be generous with the income I make by the work of my hands, but I will not be shamed into creating cheap products or just giving away my hard work or hard won expertise for free because I'm open about what I believe. Fast and cheap or fast and free may work in the short term, but it is not sustainable long-term. I'm not perfect, but excellence and quality is what I want to be known for. When I tell you. No, yeah, that was great. (laughs) That was great. That was a nice little soul feel right there, honey. Talk about a crown check. Look. Pull mine all the way back from the center. Hey, (laughs) get it together over there. (laughs) It blessed me so much because that encompasses everything professionally Mm -hmm. and personally that I have been feeling this year. Mm-hmm. And even the endeavors that I have yet to do, you know, I want to expand my tutoring services. I want to, again, have the merchandise, not just for the sake of having merch, but I want these items to inspire and uplift other people. Yeah, you know, same. So yeah. that book in your hand um, or like in J- the Jasmine T, when you listen to her voice, when you are paying attention to her work, when you read her writing, that's quality. That's God speaking through her. And God will make room for her financially by being obedient to his will. So I love the fact that she just went out there and and said it and her and her husband worked together. And I just appreciate that she put it so eloquently because to me, it just tied around exactly how I had been feeling. I was like, Lord, okay, I need to raise my rates. Okay. You know, but it's a pandemic and I've been, I kept them a certain way to help as many people as I could. And then when I heard God say it's time, what am I going to do with that? Except for move with, (laughs) you know, it's time. I think it's important for us to remember that whatever God gives, he sustains, you know, he sustains, you can still be philanthropic. You can still give to others and be generous. But the truth of the matter is the more God gives you, the more you can be generous. Yeah. You know, that that's just bottom line of it. The more he gives you, the more you can be generous. And I love the fact that she was like, Hey, don't believe the hype. Don't let your faith dupe you into thinking the opposite. And 
I've been on that trip for a minute. And when I read her post a couple of days ago, I was like, this is exactly, exactly what I was trying to say in my quiet time, just couldn't quite verbalize it the way I wanted to. So I felt like I had to read it out loud and share it with the queendom, <laughs> let y'all know that it's important. Yeah, it's it greatly appreciated. I'm glad you've been able to come to a sense of like, just steadfastness in your worth and recognizing the quality of your work and the intentionality behind it, you know? Um, I think sometimes it can be scary because you don't want to be perceived as, like you say, greedy, or especially within the faith community, it can be a lot of, um, I don't know, just negativity garnered when it comes to wealth. Like, you know, we have some preachers or ministers and pastors, and you look at them and they have just so many materialistic things and, you know, abundance or like a big house and a fancy car, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And it can be hard sometimes to kind of distinguish or determine how funds are being used or Mm -hmm. um, if they're being good stewards of their wealth and all that thing. So from the outside looking in, yeah, from the outside looking in, it can be hard to kind of understand what it means to be wealthy as a Christian, what it means to live in abundance, Mm -hmm. Um, because it may not all just be financial, but in terms of financial, it can be hard. It can be intimidating because you don't want to come off as seeming as if you're better than someone, blah, 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 blah. But really, you have to stop and determine where those thoughts even coming from. Why do you feel like it would even be that way? You know, like who told you that? Are you living in fear or... um, living out of some mindset that has been just conditioned into you to think that a life of faith always means struggle and always means lack or that you can only help people if you're reaching way, way, way down to the bottom or something, you know, or that my life has to be about so much sacrifice if I want to be helping others. I have to be out here struggling with you. Um, But no, God rewards his people and he rewards hard work and steadfastness and being faithful. And so it's okay to live in that grace and abundance. That's right. And we have to get out of that mindset of, like we said before, that your dollar amount is attached to your self-worth. That we have to cut the cord to that. And I believe once we cut the cord to that, then God is like, okay, now you where I want you to be. You know, now you're not just trying to hustle until you die to generate all the things, thinking that that's going to level you up and everything. I'm thinking that I won't sustain you. Like yeah. so many times we yeah. put the pressure on ourselves. Like I got to work 50,000 hours this week or, you know, to make this amount of money. And I got to work till I'm 89 years old and have to do all of this, all of this, all of this. Mm-hmm. So hustling so hard, like we talked about this season as well, hustling so hard mm-hmm. um, out of this, this need to self-sustain. But really, um, we're not really trusting God. You know, he could be saying, slow down. I just want you to do pour into these two things right here or you know these areas like this instead but and it may not make sense you know or it may be scary because we're so used to the grind but you're exactly right yeah yeah I think the more we listen to him the more beneficial it'll all be (laughs) you know we won't just be grasping for straws so much because Mm -hmm. I know that I'm excellent at what I do And that's not ego talking. That's the anointing that God's given me. I know that I'm Mm -hmm. anointed to do what I do. I know I'm anointed to be creative. I know as a choreographer, God gives me the visual and I do my best to bring it to life. I know that my writing is from him. I know that massage therapy is a vehicle in which people leave changed and feel better about themselves. And so Mm -hmm. I know these things, Uh, teaching, 
you know, I know that I have a gift of teaching. And so these are things I know I do well. And it's just crazy that if you get lost in the sauce and allow the enemy to make you feel like, okay, but you can't charge this because then people will think X. And it's like, but last time I checked, they buying $500 tickets to go see Beyonce. Like, not mm-hmm. being, you know, shady, but like, to tell me that my rate or that I can't make a sustainable living off of the gifts that God has given me is like telling Beyonce or Lenny Kravitz or um, Bill Gates or, you know, whoever else that has done the same thing, that they can't live off the fruit of their labor. You know, they produce quality product. They produce excellence. People pay for that. So why can't that transpire with us in the faith community? Because we have no problem paying for it outside of the faith community whatsoever, you know. But as soon as one of us <laughs> has this idea of, okay, well, God told me to do this, and I'm going for it, and this is what it's going to be, and da da da, then it's like, well, you shouldn't be like that. You should be doing it for the Lord. I am doing yes. That's why it costs $80. Because I'm doing well, and the Lord is going to bless that seed so that I can do it again. And now I have enough money in my surplus to where I can pay off my debt or I can donate Mm -hmm. a laptop or, you know, like the Proverbs 31 woman, when she mentioned that, I said, you know what, that's right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't that she just sold in the marketplace. She sold garments of color number one, which were not cheap to make garments of color during that time. It's very expensive. You know, just to get indigo, you had to boil the flour and then dry it out and then press it down, press the powder down and put it in the linen. And Yes, like, this you know, is putting in work. You, right. Like, this is some serious, <laughs> serious <laughs> in this. So you best believe this ain't going to be a dollar. No. <laughs> um, and then I got to pay my folks. Exactly. You know? So we got to get out of that mindset too, but I believe everything we talked about today creates this nice little cocoon that we can really incubate a better self, you know, having those boundaries, stepping outside of our comfort zone, paying attention to our levels in terms of rest and self-care, knowing what we need to be our best self, paying attention to opportunities you know, that may be masked as being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, doing it anyway, in spite of obstacles. I mean, just paying attention to the Lord, (laughs) you know, what what Mm -hmm. he's saying to do. Um, I think all of those create a nice garden, create nice soil for a better version of ourselves to grow. So that way the seeds that come out of us will be able to help plant other good things in other people where we are seeds. And then when we produce the fruit, it just helps to produce more seeds. And so more people will be helped if we do those things um, we just talked about. Amen, all that. <laughs> if you want to snap my fingers, so I don't know if y'all can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Them things snap strong. They're good and strong. <laughs> I am so proud of you. Sis. I'm proud of you. I'm excited for all your like pouring into and accomplishing. I think it's great. I'm very honored to be able to have the opportunity to know you and to like watch you grow and shine here and have these like brainchild ideas and these like you know kind of like character building moments like I'm glad I got to be here on the day that CJ was like and yes 
I am worth this amount. And yes, I'm going to charge these things. And here I am on this freedom face stage, et cetera, et cetera, you know? <laughs> That's how I feel with the Jasmine tea. Y'all just don't know. I have a specialty cup waiting for hey. like I'm telling you. So you guys stay tuned for all the things that she's going to be doing because they're definitely God breathed. Um, God has given her a voice and a voice to a voice that speaks up for people and a voice that also speaks to his people. So you guys just stay tuned. There are so many great things that are being birthed out of her as she evolves into uh, the woman that God has her to be. And I know personally, I haven't known her for a bajillion years, but uh, <laughs> the, the couple of years that I've known her, um, I can absolutely attest that she has definitely grown. And not necessarily she was horrible at first, but just we all just evolve and morph into yeah. a different version of ourselves. And I can definitely see that. And I remember when she wasn't getting enough rest. And, you know, I remember when her calendar was like full tank. And I'm thinking, girl, <laughs> you going to pass out, girl? <laughs> you know? Um, but that's what I love about this queendom and this sisterhood is that we both cheer each other on. You know, we both yeah. are respectable to each other enough to say, hey, how can we help each other shine? And then mm -hmm. what can we do individually as well to make sure we don't put that on the back burner? So mm -hmm. um, just stay tuned. Stay tuned for all the things that God's going to do through us. And you don't want to miss it. Just wanna yeah, we're moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. Boom, level That's up. it. Christina's also the singer. I just be on here making noise. <laughs> <laughs> The Lord knows my heart. Um, <laughs> I can find a song for just about any situation. <laughs> so with that said, we appreciate you all out there at the Queendom. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for riding along with us for season two. Mm -hmm. Please be like podcast. Again, these are your two favorite introverts. Hey. We appreciate you all for um, allowing us to be vulnerable and to answer questions <laughs> that you may have had. Um, we hope that you all have a fantastic rest of the fall and the rest of the year. But don't fret. We will be back in December for a mini season. And <laughs> we're excited to be able to just kind of jump into December with you for yes, four we weeks. Are and see what you're doing and how you're doing because you know christmas coming so mm -hmm. trying to just make sure y'all are right out there we know the pandemic is still going on okay mm -hmm. don't drink the kool-aid it is still going on mm -hmm. however we do also know that there are some people that you will feel lost if you're not able to get your baby that particular toy or yeah. if you don't have the money that you wanted to have this christmas because you've been out of work for six months you know so yeah. we just decide we'll pop back in and check in on you in december and make sure y'all doing all right out there make sure we hear from you even if you just say hey how you doing thank you for what you're doing mm. If you say, hey, we want to know about this, or can you talk more about this topic? Let us know, okay? Please. We'll hear from you. <laughs> so with that said, chins lifted. Crowns up.